many adults, children, they all have been taking dietary supplements. They all come in different forms, capsules, you have gummies, you have powders, they all come for vitamins, they all come for minerals, they all come for herbs. Is it really safe? How effective are they? Have you ever thought about it? Guys, today we have a very special guest with us, Z. She is a businesswoman, blogger, entrepreneur, CEO of an entertainment company and today she is here with us to discuss about dietary supplements. Z, welcome to my show, Minding My Business. Guys, I am Avi. Hi Z, welcome Hi. to my show and Z getting straight to the point, nutrition supplements. So. There are these dietary supplements which you can have in place of you know some food. Some people don't want to have lentils. They want to have they want to have some supplement. They want to go ahead with it. But how how effective is a dietary supplement or a nutrition supplement if you are not having that particular food? And I also want to know who are these people who need supplements first? Okay. Now, let's be honest, you know that the supplement industry is a multi-billion making business industry. So, if we're talking about our year right now, 2020, and then we go back in time maybe to 1970, we're going to talk about, first of all, food and then the supplement. During our great-grandparents or even our parents' generation, food had more vitamins than we have now due to the mass consumption of food around the world. So obviously we will need some vitamins to be taken depending on what your body requires or feels like. My approach to this industry is very simple. I would actually go, uh, I haven't done a test yet myself personally, but sometimes I feel after reading and getting more of a knowledge of how I feel if I'm more tired or you know there's something lacking. So I would actually read about the vitamins and minerals and supplements uh, and then figure out what my body is lacking. Then I would actually buy those supplements and take them. Uh, is it the right approach? I might tell you no, maybe I'm doing it all wrong. Uh, the right approach would be to do a clinic test. Okay. I read actually just a couple of days ago that there's a test where they can do it from your palm and then uh, they can actually figure out what minerals and supplements is needed. Or you have a blood test where you can figure out what supplements, minerals is needed. Um, then when you figure that part out, the important part is, I am sure, with all respect to everybody, that the doctors will give you a prescription of a specific thing. Now, would that supplement brand suit you? Maybe. Would it suit me? Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. So, knowing which supplement brand would suit you, would suit me, or would suit another person, as we're all different, I think it's with trial and error. Now, what I realize is most of the doctors get a commission-based profit from selling the supplements. So, obviously, they will give you that specific supplement brand. Uh, there are so many supplement brands in the market, which is uh, yeah. incredible. Uh, like it's, it's a lot. You don't know which one to choose. Uh, my right approach towards that would be to do a study on the company. 
Well, I'm going to study on the background of the person of that company to see how knowledgeable they are. So if, for example, a businessman did a supplement, uh, you know, maybe I wouldn't choose that supplement. Maybe I would choose a supplement of a sport person that actually explained why he created that supplement. I also would look at the back of the supplement to see how much vitamins is needed, uh, how much like vitamins is in if that comes to uh, like a specific supplement like multivitamin, you know. But what I read and understood better from this topic is that I would actually not choose one supplement that would give me everything. I would actually take supplements separate that would be more beneficial to myself or to anyone else. Okay, okay. Yes. Many supplements have active ingredients that have strong effects on the body and you are most likely to have side effects from these. And I'm going to read out some uh, uh, excerpts here, which, you know, if you have high doses, mm -hmm. which can have uh, negative impacts, basically. So I'm, I'm just reading out from a list I have. You know, vitamin K can reduce the ability of the blood, you know, it thinner the warfarin to prevent blood from clotting. Then there is the St. John's wort that can speed the breakdown of many medicines and reduce their effectiveness so this is basically these are those uh, uh, you know you know uh, you have these antioxidant supplements such as vitamin c and e which might reduce the effectiveness of some types of cancer and chemotherapy i'm not reading this out for any you know you know give out bad vibes or wrong vibes so what i want to know is these supplements if not had obviously we discussed in the first point if not had in a correct proportion or if you don't have the correct supplement it can have negative impacts so i want to know in general like say a general pill i mean i just want you to give me an example what you could have you could actually go wrong and what could go wrong which could take a while to correct it mm -hmm. to be honest um in the supplement industry again uh, you've got multivitamins then you've got the sport supplements then you've got uh, yeah, sport vitamins which yeah. are different than the vitamins. You've got all these brands, uh, some are like, for example, brands, genetically approved brands, some are FDA approved brands like the sports supplements, which are different than the chemist supplements. Uh, what I can advise in such cases, if you have an illness, I think it's better to check with your doctor which supplements you should take and should not take. They would have more knowledge about that and what is needed for you to take or not to take. I do agree that if, for example, um, you buy, uh, this works with myself, I don't know with other people, if I took iron supplements and it's 50 degrees outside, I would get rashes and hot flashes and, and so I do agree that sometimes supplements should not be taken depending on the season and the weather. That's talking okay, from my okay, experience. Okay. Body also, to body, depending yeah, on different bodies. Yeah, yeah, depending on different bodies. I also do agree that if I mix two supplements together, I won't. It might not get a side effect, but I might not get the same impact as if I took one supplement and then waited a while and took another supplement. Okay. I do realize that uh, many people online, of what I saw, they place their supplements all together and just throw it all in and drink water. I have no idea what happens to them. Uh, maybe some got used to it, so maybe nothing happens, but I would do a better study based on how to take supplements. It's, okay, it's okay, 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 okay. And uh, Z, I mean, I will read out another article. Sorry, guys. I mean, this is some topic where you need to 
you know, quote things. So I'm seeing, I mean, there are evidence which suggests that, you know, some supplements can enhance health in different ways. And this is something where I'm talking about enhancing now. So the most popular nutrient supplements are multivitamins, you have calcium, you have vitamin B, C, D. Then calcium supports bone health, you have vitamin D that helps body to absorb calcium. You have C and E that are antioxidants. So, I mean, basically women need more iron during pregnancy and breastfeed infants, they need, they need vitamin D. So, I mean, how important are supplements now for women, say maybe who are pregnant, and, you know, is it, is it like, uh, you know, they should not have or because that is something which, which could have a negative impact on the baby. Mm-hmm. So, I want to know, like, say a woman who's, who's taking supplements and she's now pregnant and does she continue or how, how, how does she go about with this? I mean, just a general, general. yeah. So in general, uh, I'll come back to the multivitamins. Me personally, I do not believe in multivitamins. I do not believe that one pill can have so much vitamins in. And then when I read at the back of the box of these pills, uh, it looks like there are very small amounts of the vitamins that I don't think could change an impact on your body. So that comes from multivitamins. I do respect and know that many doctors prescribe multivitamins. Uh, I would try to get my vitamins from the seasonal fruits or vegetables that that are unseasoned. So I still believe that if um, watermelon is, for example, seasonal, I think in May, I will not eat watermelon in July because it makes zero sense. I would stick to watermelon in May. Uh, if uh, bananas were grown somewhere I don't know where, and I would eat the banana at a specific time where the banana should be eaten, you know, and not, you know, during the time that it's not grown. So oranges, so seasonal fruits, seasonal vegetables could replace your multivitamins. That's the that's the key, right? We, that's what I believe. You, you don't want to have you don't want to have mangoes in like November. In November or, yeah. Okay. Okay. And absolutely. It yeah. makes much more sense to me. Uh, and I saw a small documentary actually uh, on such a thing. Uh, so it made much more sense that you would get your vitamins on season. Okay, so your body okay. can function throughout the year properly. Okay, okay, okay. Now coming back to your questions about uh, vitamin C. Uh, my knowledge of vitamin C is when you get a flu, take vitamin C. Uh, or your doctor tells you you drink a lot of orange juice. Okay, so maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong. I'm one of these people that when I do get a flu, I run to the pharmacy and I get the, the therapist tablets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I put it on and drink it. Uh, does it make a difference? Uh, honestly, not at all, but I don't know if it does or it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't give me that much energy also because I think when you have a flu, you're just, yeah. you know, trying to find something to, to cure you quicker. So, vitamin B, I realized that vitamin B, there's B1, I think it's B12, B6, and B9, or B1, I'm not sure. I realized that those actually help during, uh, I had a time of my life where I had a lot of anxiety, uh, and I was in Cyprus, and a nice pharmacist uh, lady, uh, due to my anxiety, I was having a lot of like uh, heart, uh, heartbeat. Uh, so during that time, she advised me to take the vitamin B6, B9, B12 mixed together and the brand was a quite expensive brand. And I do realize that it actually helped me calm down in a way. Okay. It was working okay. well. Okay. So uh, I, I realized that maybe it is important in your body depending on, you know, your stage in life. 
so that's fine. Vitamin E, uh, vitamin E, I was always uh, more conscious about it for creams, like collagen okay. and okay. stuff like okay. that, so on your, uh, on your face and stuff. Uh, so uh, I remember there was a lady with vitamin A and vitamin E, it was basically a cream for facial okay. and body. There's okay. an old woman I used to know that only used that. So I'm not very wise about vitamin A and E except salt and cream is most okay. 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 Now for pregnancy, uh, I think uh, multivitamin is always given during okay. pregnancy. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, and I think they do a test for the, the, the woman and they know what's missing. But I also realized if you're pregnant with a boy, it's different than being pregnant with a, with a girl. Okay. So uh, as a woman, there's like not enough testosterone hormones in your body. Okay. So I think depending on that, they give uh, maybe I think it's folic acid or something okay. for okay. a boy okay. Okay. Uh, or a girl. I'm not sure. But yes, I think the doctor could advise. Okay. It's, it's a big industry. It's a big industry. And it's, it's uh, a big complicated industry. in a way. Z, another question is, suppose I have a supplement and I want to buy, I want to have it. I mean, obviously I will do adequate research, but how do I know? Obviously we have discussed, covered this, but how do I know which supplement do I buy? Like, again, it's just R&D or like keep trying or keep asking, like say I, there is supplement one, two and three, which one do I go for? Like, or you just try all three and see which one works for you better and you have that or like... Well, what I learned in the supplement, uh, I, I studied nutrition therapy for a whole year. So what I learned in the supplement industry, again, I will have to say it twice, it is a multi-billion making industry. Yes. And sadly, it has turned into a business. Yes. So that has given a downfall to the supplement world. Uh, what I've learned about this is trial and error is very important. Uh, a research of word to mouth of your friends uh, that you know very well and they can advise you which one to take and why. You can ask them what what did it do to them. Uh, I will talk about the sports supplements. For example, uh, I was trying to lose some weight and I took a sports supplement called CLA. So I had three brands of CLA, which I will not mention in order not to uh, make anyone upset. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so from these three brands of CLA, I realized uh, different stuff happened. The first brand of CLA was actually amazing. Uh, then because I couldn't find it in the UAE, I switched to another brand. Uh, the other brand was did nothing at all. It was like nothing happened. And the third brand gave a really big boost, but then when you stopped it, you had a backflash. So I realized after learning myself and the trial and error based on one brand, like those three brands of CLA, that uh, what you call it, there's different different supplements that would suit your body type and different supplements that won't suit my body type that could suit your body type. So after researching, I would specifically find a person that has more towards me, like what I'm trying correct, to target, correct, 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 correct. and then ask them more questions before jumping and buying for advertising and marketing. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. That, that's what I would uh, do. So it would be more trial and error and a word of mouth. Okay, okay, important, important. Mm -hmm. Guys, please take note. See, um, my last question would be, I mean, because we're coming to an end of this podcast. There is a craze which I have seen. I mean, uh, people are buying. People are buying a lot, and 
you think sometimes people just overdo it or you think okay i mean let them do i mean until they realize what's wrong or what's right for them i mean i just want to get your views on this like are, are we just overdoing and you know just running behind supplements or i think the interest towards food has gradually gone down and we just i mean what do you think To be honest, uh, Abby, it's a very hard question to answer. Uh, I would actually say this. Again, I'm going to divide the sport industry yeah. and the pharmaceutical industry in two. Uh, the pharmaceutical industry, uh, you would have now in our days the elderly people that would be checking out marketing scams on a constant basis and then suddenly Uh, they would think, oh my God, I actually need this and that and that and that because I have a need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would jump to whatever was sold to them. It whatever was sold to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to do how it's sold, and you have to give it to the yeah. industry. They're so smart; they can sell the moon to you. Yeah, that's how smart they are. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, most of those, like, there's they, they target a specific age group, and then they keep on selling. So is it nice to do? I would say no. Are they all jumping into the bubble? Yes. yes. Everybody's running without thinking what what should be done properly, or you know how they should take their time in doing it or doing a research and stuff. Now in the sport industry, uh, the sport industry. Let's think about it. Uh, you get into TikTok, for example. Everybody has a six pack. The whole yeah. TikTok yeah, has yeah, a six pack. It makes yeah. zero sense. So. Um, uh, you have the young generation now that are growing up and checking TikTok and checking out six packs. So now they're having obsessive behavior like I want a six pack. <laughs> you know. So then they're going and jumping into trying to read what can give them a six pack. Now let's be honest. The six pack is a diet, sports, and there's no supplements that are like legally taken that can give you a six pack. Six pack. pack. Yeah. yeah. Was, so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, is it out there all these supplements giving you a six pack? Yes. Will, will, will they all go and jump and buy it? Obviously. Will they do their research? No. They'll just keep on taking and then wait. You know. Sadly, it's become like that. Uh, people are not really reading right or uh, getting advice from you know nutritionists or athletes or people that could advise them in a proper way. Of how to achieve how their achieve, goal, yeah. you know, in, in the right way. Uh, I would just advise some supplements. Yes, you can take, which maybe you would benefit from. I take supplements myself personally that I do benefit from. But at the end of the day, it's all made in the kitchen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I would just get a very good nutritionist advice and uh, maybe a sports uh, athlete person's advice. Sit with them for an hour, talk, and figure out how you can achieve before you know spending so much money on supplements. Okay. Okay. So that's okay. what I personally give as advice. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Z. Thank I you. think we have come to an end to our podcast. We have a lot to discuss, but time frame, guys. Z, it was amazing to talk to you. And uh, guys, please subscribe to BNB. Please check out Z's Instagram handle in the description and watch out this space for more content. Cheers. Bye, guys. Thank you, Abby.